Welcome everyone to the Parlay. Alright, so welcome, welcome, welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the Parlay. We are your hosts, my name is Woody. My name is Joey. And we are back with another edition of the Parlay. Um, today, it's just me and Joey. You and your favorite guys are back to talk a bit about everything that we have going on here in Florida and a lot that's going on with the parlay as well. So um, before we get started, Joey, how you been, man? We ain't talked in a little bit. Been good, man. We had a, uh, a busy, uh, busy week two weeks ago. You know, we uh, hit the trifecta of podcasts. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, Woody and myself was invited not only to the three-on-one podcast, but also the other side of the ball podcast over there in Vegas. So if you guys ever get a chance, definitely check out, uh, you know, Corey, um, Ryan, or Matt, and uh, Big Rob over on Three on One, and then the guys over at the uh, the other side of the ball, which is Derek, KC, and uh, our guy Chris. Yes, good guys, all all six <clears throat> of those guys. Um, it was really, really great. It was humbling to get the invitation, um, seemingly all in the same week. That was pretty cool to get uh, added on there. Um, get invited, get that recognition, seeing that, you know, people are enjoying and listening to our product um, from the other divisions as well. Uh, great guys. They had us on. They were cool. Um, again, like Joey said, please check them out. I think- yeah, absolutely. They uh, they give us some love, so we got to throw it back their way. Um, so you want to you get into that a little bit? What, uh, kind of gloss over what we were able to talk about between the, uh, the two different podcasts? Yeah, for sure. So um, we were able to talk. They wanted to get a bit uh, a better feel of what's going on here in Florida. Um, I know mum's the word a lot on a lot that's been happening, um, but we got to get into those situations. I think I like the conversation that we had um, on the three-on-one about the recruiting. Um, I like to see, and it was, uh, I guess, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's kind of uh, reassuring to hear that it's not just our division that's having that um, issue with the recruitment, um, with our league expanding the way it is. And if we were just trying to keep it in-house a little bit, I think it wouldn't have been as bad. Um, but the fact that we're trying to expand and grow like these rosters to bigger um, and bigger and better, it kind of um, – and we're trying to tap into those different markets that like we were trying to fight into the semi-pro scene. We're trying to grab some of those flag players. Um, it's definitely – reassuring to hear that it's not just us with those recruitment issues but it's also cool to kind of see how they're doing it in Vegas where they have essentially a recruitment pipeline as well yeah um it's it's like you said it's something reassuring knowing that we're not the only ones having the issues of getting guys away from the flag world and that semi-pro world um but also with that pipeline what what Vegas is doing over there they're they're integrating the the lacrosse team other semi-pro uh, leagues and the flag leagues, all, they're all kind of coming together, working as one, which is something that I really don't think that we're doing here that we could definitely utilize and learn from Derek. Not sure if our if our guy's been in contact with any of those guys over there um, to, you know, maybe see what they were able to do. I know Derek has a little bit more connections over there, um, getting in contact with those guys. But I think it would be really cool for, like, a, you know, if we did a – Orlando Predators halftime game, just like uh, those guys over there did, or just did something to integrate the players so the semi-pro guys can be introduced to us and vice versa. No, that would be a really, really cool idea. 
um, I would love to do something like that, especially like to say something like a semi-pro uh, playoff game and just at the halftime get on their, you know, get on their field and present it. You know, that would be great. I think it'd just be like just something really, really good for the division. Um, good, just get us in front of a different fan base and to help, you know, expand it. So, which I'm sure is a lot of part of the point of why they did it and. Um, part of the thing of doing something first is, you know, the rest of the league is going to copy it. So I think that's something good to take, though. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We're still a young division here, and I think those are the types of things that we need um, as a whole, as a city, to help expand our division and really help grow the, um, the athletes here. Yeah, and the fan base. I think that's going to be another big uh, proponent of it is um, – Get, growing that fan base because then that's going to attract the athletes. You know, if you can get somebody out there that's going to get, you know, fans. You know, that's something that guys clamor for. You know, you want to play the game that you love, but you also would love to get that recognition by some fan. We you know with some fanfare. And again, with everything that the A7 can provide, the beauty of like I said, like getting on the podcast with it, Derek, getting on the podcast with um, the more established division with Northeast with the three-on-one guys. It was like we really got to see and pick the brains and get, you know, certain things from these guys that we were able to take back home, you know. So, again, it was really, really great. Really appreciate them having us on. Yeah, um, you, you hit the, uh, the the hammer on the nail with that one right there. I think that's something, being on those two different podcasts, that we can maybe go to Nick a little bit more and help, you know, talk to him about our experiences on the podcast and the different things that we learned. And, you know, just take what the other divisions are giving us, the, the path that they're paving, and just kind of follow in their footsteps and do the best that we can with what we have right now. Well, to, in, in true parlay style, to give Nick a little shit, um, he should be already listening to those podcasts anyway. But, yeah, I think that's definitely something we need to do, though. Um, as guys that want to help grow this division, um, we definitely need to bring that to the commissioner, even though the commissioner should already have been listening because your division is being represented uh, on a bigger platform, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. That man is saving lives, so I let him slide, I guess, a little bit. <laughs> you, think, you think he's actually listening? I mean, he should be. I know I would be he if I was the, the commissioner. He should be, exactly. Just saying. But um, how about for you? I think um, it was great getting that um, getting that aspect as, like, being the parlay and being on there because they, you know, they showed a lot of love to, to the podcast and with you um, being new to, to podcasting for sure. Um, and I think on three on one, I got, I got to dive deep a little bit into it um, a little bit more. Um, how was it being a quarterback and being on those shows um, from your player aspect? How was that? I mean, it's, it's where everybody wants to be. You know, there's, there's guys up there in New Jersey that, I've been playing in league for I don't know how long that haven't gotten a chance. So being able just to be on that and, you know, talk to those guys a little bit, pick Corey's brain a little bit and really just learn from them. It was a really good experience. And hopefully they liked having us on and I would love another opportunity, maybe mid season, end season, whenever those guys want to have us on, uh, I, I definitely know I'll make some time to be on that show for them. For sure. I think we had Corey on. How was it um, with Matt? Uh, being able to, to interact with Matt a little bit, how was that? It was definitely a little a little different. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if Matt's even like in the Florida uh, like group players page or anything. 
So I, he seems a little bit more re- removed of being um, in 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 a part of the Florida division, but um, him as a broadcaster and an analyst as a whole, I really respect him and everything that he does. Um, and I think he's great at what he does, honestly. No, he's he's really good. Um, so how about how about Big Rob? Seeing Big Rob, the commentator. <laughs> oh man, I, I love Big Rob, man. When whenever he gets going, whenever he starts talking shit, I love it. Um, and he he's very cut and dry, man. He tells it how it is. Um, he doesn't sugarcoat it. He doesn't really care about anybody's feelings, really. Um, he's first ballot Hall of Famer for from the A7FL. Unfortunately, you know, I didn't get to really watch him that much live or play against him or anything. But, I mean, from how highly everyone speaks of him, you know, you have to respect his opinion uh, and, you know, just of what he says about the game. So you got to take it at, at, at what it is and at face value. Yeah, you got to take it. It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. I mean, that's definitely um big respect for all those guys up there. You know, we like I said, we had Corey on already, and we're not going to Corey Hammond our podcast out. So if you want to hear our feelings on Corey Hammond, go back and listen to that episode. Can't confirm nor can't confirm nor deny. Jeez, I don't know why that word whoops my ass, but it does. Speaking of Corey Hammond, I would love to know where my shirt is at. You still didn't get your shirt? No, I. I how long has it been since we had him on, and I still have yet to receive my shirt? That's crazy. They said Matt was the guy to talk to, so. Uh, I don't know, man. Put my neck out on a limb for that guy. Vote for him. This is a service I get. Man, see. You, at least you got a free shirt. I should have got a free Hus Hus shirt. But um, let's speak. Let's, let's fast forward a little bit to um, the big moment that happened on the show. Do you want to go there now? Big moment? Which which one? The one that made the A7 page. <laughs> Oh, 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 I mean, I feel like that's more of your spotlight. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk about it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, Corey was looking to get what he was looking to get out of it. Uh, some sound bites, some, some things that, you know, he could use to heat up the league and especially the Florida division, which I respect, you know, that's his persona. Um, but I will say, I don't think. He was thinking he was going to get it out of you. I noticed he was trying to push me a little bit, get a little bit more response out of me. Uh, but you kind of you kind of stole the show with it, man. Where'd, uh, where'd that spice come from? Well, like I said on the show, please, like again, please go listen to it, to the full episode for the full context. Um, we were literally not even 24 Hold hours. Hold on. Don't, don't, don't. I'm sick and tired of giving this dude a platform. Let's not use his name anymore. No, no, no. I'm not going to say the player's name. All right. Um, but, uh, so me and this guy weren't even 24 hours removed from the kind of the back and forth we were having on the Florida players page. So I think in the midst of me having that conversation and just like it felt like I was back home. You know what I'm saying? Having that kind of talking with Corey and talking with Rob and again talking with Matt and just talking A7FL. Like when I get like I removed myself as a player because I wasn't thinking about being a part. I was being Woody. I wasn't being a parlay host. I wasn't being, you know, a representative of the ghost. I was being the player. I was number eleven wide receiver, El Capitan. I was number one wide receiver. That's me. I, that's where I was in that moment. So, on top of the fact that, like, like I said, I was just not even twenty four hours removed from going back and forth with this guy. Um, 
I just felt them in my element talking football with the guys. And, you know, <laughs> the the statement I made slipped out. Um, but I just I rolled with it. I really, when I caught myself, which is funny, in that moment when I caught myself, it seemed fake and candid. That was really me catching myself. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We here now. You know? So I was like, you know, just keep rolling with it. Yeah. No, I can I can definitely respect that. Um, typically, the guys are looking more of a response out of out of me and you know like i said on the podcast i don't see any of the guy's stuff anymore he not only blocked me on one account but both accounts so i can't really see anything he says so that i guess really the the shit talking to the fire is kind of bad out between us two which is i mean talking about me i let my play talk on the field yeah but it was always it's always fun to do the talking back and forth it's again my point that i was making is just when you talk off the field you got to produce on the field and when you didn't produce on the field last year, I just feel like this year the talking should subside until your play goes back up with it. So that was my whole thing. Um, obviously, that player, they announced that that player is no longer playing quarterback. And they're moving him to a weapon, as the coach kept calling it, a weapon. They wouldn't lock in on a position, though I believe it's running back. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see where that where that goes. But that moment on the podcast, they went and they clipped it. They <laughs> put it on the A7 page. So... The parlay got a big shout out on the um, on the A7 page. I didn't get to see. I, didn't, I haven't checked the views on it or anything. I purposely tried not to look at it because I did not know they were going to actually use the video from the conversation. No, I did not expect that at all either. So I was a little surprised at myself. Um, seeing your your ugly mug on there, happy <laughs> I was not in there, and they did not use any of my um clips so I'm, I'm happy with that so just so you know a little stat check you got a uh, 351 likes uh and 10 comments i'm not sure as far as the views that's like that's um, nothing like that's nothing to, to write home about i think um a lot of their other posts get a lot more traffic so you know when it's florida centric i guess um between that and, you know, maybe the player I'm talking about and then even myself not being um, as known. So it's, 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 it's fine, but it was, it was a fun moment. Like I said, I was, when I saw it and it cut to my face, I was just like, Oh, but I will say one thing I was happy about. It was, I was wearing my Orlando ghost shirt. So um, anyone that did see the shirt I was wearing, I do have, um, uh, we do do merch for our team. Um, all the proceeds go right back to our team. No one pockets the money. Um, it gives it an opportunity for our fans and family members to um, have a piece of Orlando Ghost merchandise. Um, you get to rep your favorite player on the back, so you get the name and number of the player on the back. Um, we do take orders. We try to take them before the season, but we take them mid-season too. Um, we have a pretty good turnaround with the guy that we work with. Um, so again, this is not you know, this is not a seven podcast. So the shirts that we make are not a seven shirts. You can go online. Um, I'm not sure where I, you know, I think a7fl.com and you can find the merchandise there somewhere. Um, I believe you click on the team page there and maybe it takes you to the team store. But anyway, um, if you see the merch, you see the merch I got, you want it, it comes in black, it comes in white. Um, I think we're working on a gray this year. Um, definitely DM the Orlando ghosts on Instagram and, uh, you can place an order right there 
that was that was a nice little plug there. Uh, Woody, love it. Come on, you're almost, you're almost as good as the uh, the guys on the three on one, but we'll get you there. No, Matt's a Matt man. Matt, I feel like he can recite that in his sleep. That guy, <laughs> tiny dot URL dot com. <laughs> like, yo, he kills that. <laughs> yeah, he, he's de- he's definitely ready for it. Oh, for sure. But you you mentioned something um, a little bit ago. I'd like to backtrack how you mentioned uh, about Florida not getting any love. Um, kind of want to. How do you feel about going into? I guess you know, just say what it is. The shit show that Florida has been. Do you wanna you wanna dive into that or wanna put a, uh, a plug in that one? No, I mean we could talk about it a little bit. I feel like. Um... There's been a, a step back from the buzz that was um, last year. Um, I feel like we were at a high, like we were, if I can try to make a comparison, like we were we were on a high. Like we were on a high. We had like high expectation, ex- excitement. Um, and that's where, I, I think I said it on the podcast, I'll say it again, here on our podcast, because that's where, you know, these great points should be made. Um, that's what not having a fall killed us um, and created the shit show that we have now. Um, where I won't say it's a shit show, but that's where why we're back at this square that we're at that we were at last year because we didn't do anything to change it. Our season ended what in June, and then we didn't have any football until the following March. That killed any momentum we had. Guys were you know texting me, and you know you were texting me in August. Excited for some football, hoping that we'd get it in September, maybe October the latest, but to get nothing until the following year, like, you know, our momentum died down. Yeah, I definitely think that was very detrimental for the progress of this division alone, um, is that guys are excited to play, especially seeing uh, a fall going on over in Vegas, they were Hitting us up, asking if we were going to get one. Um, I know you're going into year two. We were able to orchestrate uh, two fall games, and um, you, you Woody, you, you're a big part of that, man. You went out, um, pretty much secured the teams. So it, it just it, it baffles me why we weren't able to get that going. Um, I can see a lot of the guys lost interest. Um, uh, I'm assuming that's why, well, not why, but. Um, a portion of why our numbers are down this year. Woody, how many teams do we have uh, playing this year? In our uh, so we're down to three teams. Uh, we lost our fourth team. Um, we could talk about it now with this close to the season for sure. Um, so the A-team folded. Um, and so we lost the Tampa A-team. So there's one Tampa team and two Orlando teams as like last year it was only one Orlando team and two Tampa teams. So um, it flopped between the Orange and the Tampa uh, A team this year. So now it's just the Crawlers, the Ghosts, and the Old Town Orange this year. Yeah, and uh, Woody, where, where are we playing our games at this year? You know, because uh, every time I look at the website, uh, our games are changing, our dates are changing. At least they're still on Sundays this year. Yeah, so that's the, the, the great point. Um, I don't, we're not merging with the Ohio division, so we don't have Saturday games. Um, we're playing on Sundays. Our games will be played at Northeast Regional Park in Davenport. So that's where the home games will be played uh, for the Orlando teams. Wait, let me, let me ask you a question. Does uh, Northeast Regional Park, uh, do they have a press box for film? No, sir. Oh, they don't. 
That's actually where we practice. So I, I know firsthand. That's where we practice. It, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how this awesome production team uh, makes everything work because I'm sure that we'll we'll have a good broadcast team to uh, to produce it, right? That's what we were promised. Yes, and is there stands there for for fans to sit? Minimal. Minimal, huh? There's no like I don't know. stadium bleachers. There's like maybe two, three rows bleachers. I so think let, let me ask you this: Do you think this speaks more of the players in Florida or more of the managerial side of things of not taking it seriously down here? All right. That's where <laughs> you get me in trouble, Joey, with the players. Because I don't know. I can't say that. Um, I don't know what the business is behind it. But I will say if there's a budget provided to the Florida division for Florida to then reserve these fields prior to our registration, I feel as though then, yes, absolutely, it is, um, it is all management. We can just put it there. It's all management flat out while we're regressing and where we're playing. Whereas um, it's a good field as far as um, the surface, but it's a step back as far as environment. So getting fans there, got people will have to bring their own seats. Um, heck, I feel like the field that I booked for those two fall games, both fields were better than that because they provided stands and a press box. At least, well, the second one did. The first one at least had stands for the fans, which we kind of filled out. <laughs> People had to stand up. So, um, and that was just for an exhibition game. Uh, we were able to fill out the stands. So, um, going to be interesting to see, you know, when people bring in their families and friends out and, and fans out, where they're going to sit, how that's going to work as far as a um, sideline experience for them. And, um, yeah, that production team, I don't know how they're going to pull this off without a press box. Um, we'll see. <laughs> sorry, sorry to put you on the spot there, but figured, figured out, I, I put it out there of everything that's, you know, that's going on that possibly isn't going to happen, which I think, you know, I, this is going to be a make or break it year, in my opinion, for, um, for the Florida division. I think it's either we're going to take one step forward, three steps back, and who knows what will be of the Florida division next year if this season isn't successful or who knows who the team out of Florida may come out, may get up to the final four and maybe in a national championship. We, I think it's either going to go either way. I don't think it's going to be a very um, mid season. I think very high, high or very low, low. And that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, I feel like on the field, it's going to be, it's going to be high. I feel like, what we're going to put, like the product on the field is going to be what's high. I feel like, again, we did our part as far as, the, yes, we were talking about the issues we were having, but I feel like our part as far as the the product we're going to put on the field as far as the players and the plays and how we, how we play, the game of football, that part between the lines, I feel like it's going to be up to par. We're going to do our part. Now, it the lows that you're talking about is going to be what's around it, what was promised to us, what we need in order to take this product and then present it to the public. Because that is a great point, and that is what I've been emphasizing. You know, you you got you guys you guys got other guys in other divisions asking for more than what they promised. We're we're just asking for what we've been told that we were going to get. It's not like we're asking for more. 
we just we're being told something and then when it's not followed through you know we're just kind of standing around wondering what happened typically we don't have any answers and i really think that's what's holding back the league or not the league the, the florida division yes just follow through with what you guys are promising Yes, I, I think what's funny is um, we get a bit, and we're going to have those Ohio guys back um, because we're not done with that bit of drama. Um, just a little tie-in to the last episode. Um, we're not, I feel like they, you know, they have the whole um, running joke or narrative is what I'm looking for, for on the three-on-one about, you know, Mark Bagway or Mac, Mark Winway. Um, Florida may be the least money-hungry division that there is. Just calling it a spade a spade. Um, we love football here. And guys are okay with playing this football for the love of the game. Now, do obviously guys want money as well? Yes. But our selling point isn't, oh, here's the money you're going to win at the end of the game. At the end of the season. That's not it. Again, that's the problem we're having with the guys who want to, you know, that could play a flag tournament on over the weekend and, you know, leave with X amount of money. But our money isn't paid until the end of the season. Um, but that's not a selling point to get guys on the field, you know, and with the guys with us able to field now a third season full of players that shows you that there are guys that want to pay play for the love of the game more than the money. Whereas these other divisions you hear, they're having issues like old buddy said about, you know, in Ohio talking about, Oh yeah, I was promising this money is money is money. And the guys felt cheated You hear out in Vegas, Everything about money, money, money. Granted, because Mr. Duncan got his money in there. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's guys, you know, that's doing it for, for the money. Um, I, I can't speak too much for Jersey because I know it's a lot of guys that have been playing for such a long time. But when that money was introduced, it changed the game a bit. But Jersey also yeah, kind of I mean, has everything that they, you know, that they want and need up there for the most part. Um, here in Florida, we're literally just asking for the bare minimum is just give us a nice place to play and film the shit. <laughs> that's all we're asking for. That's, that's a fair point, man. Um, hopefully we'll get there. But I think as far as the, the direction that the league is headed um, in general with that money aspect, I think it's going to change a lot. And that, that's a whole another conversation where we can see the league going for another day. But my personal opinion, I think it will take the love out of the game. I've already heard it um, some different areas of the league once this money influx starts coming. But like I said, we can talk about that another day. Yeah, no, I'm, I just mean more of like um, the league is going to be fine. That's not where, you know, the conversation is. That's where the conversation veers off of that. We're not worried about the league. The league is going to be just fine. The league is going to continue to grow, thrive, and it's eventually going to explode. Like that's it's there. You know, when we get that conversation – You've got a two-time Super Bowl winning head coach, right? Tom got two, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the youngest. Yeah, no, uh, Ben has two. Ben has two, but I know um, Tomlin has one, been to two Super Bowls, is sitting there talking about our league. You know, he's, you know, either in his office or, you know, home at night. He's looking at a seven film, our highlights. He's looking at the tapes. Who knows if he's watching the whole games possibly because he – he was locked in, you know, and now he introduced it to Ben. Now here we got, you know, did he retire? Yeah, I believe the retired ex-quarterback. He's got, you know, 
he's got an eye into it. And Jersey already has the starting left tackle for the Buffalo Bills as an owner in this league. You know what I'm saying? It's there. It is there. Snoop is commented. Snoop, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, Snoop Dogg was talking about wanting to own a division, uh, own, uh, you know, he wanted to own a team. But now he's talking about, let me be the commissioner of it, as it's being posted again. There's a, a sports commentator. I don't know how many followers he has. He's hilarious. He's from Jersey as well. Um, Filet, he had a compilation he had for A7. He reposted it again the other day. And every time he posts it, it does pretty good numbers. So, um, yeah, it's it's there. The league will be fine. What we're more discussing and what this podcast is always about, mainly and primarily, is the Florida division. And that's, the you know, what we're sitting here worried about. That's what we're talking about. And to talk about that guy, Filet, 2.2 million followers. And he posted that compilation of um, the hits and stuff on there. 89,000 views, and that's not his first time posting the video. He posted that before. Over 1,400 comments. So compare that to the post that you were saying that I had. You know, with my clip. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. That's that's big. And again, like I said, this isn't the first time he posted. He's posted it before. I think he just changed the voiceover. So, I mean, again, and I think Jukes has posted it. Uh, I believe it's been on Sports Center before. Like, it's there, bro. It's there. Long way of saying it. The league is fine. It's Florida that needs to get its shit together. Um, either hopefully we can get an owner. Hopefully um, we need an owner. Hopefully the league just decides to, you know, um, maybe just open up the budget a bit more. Who who knows? Um, but something needs to happen. I think with the – hold on. You, you go ahead, Joey. What do you think? Before I keep going because I was about to keep going. Oh, man, I, I was just, you know, I was getting ready for the long haul. I was going to let you go on. But, no, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. The league is going to be fine um, with Florida not having an owner, I think. We were falling behind a little bit on the eight ball as far as just getting things done the right way. And I think with, like you said, everybody, the, the exposure that we're getting from these other platforms, all it's going to take is, a Devin Hester that lives in Winter Garden to see this and say, hey, you know, I want to go in on this. And this is a chump change for them. They'll pick up a team, tell their boys or whatever it is. Who knows? We may have NFL coaches or NFL players coaching teams down here at some point. It's Florida. Anything can happen. You know, like like we all say, four threes grow on trees down here. So once once Florida is fully established, not going anywhere. And I genuinely think, you know, we talked about it on the other podcast, once Florida is here, it's here, and it's probably going to run run the whole entire league for a foreseeable future. So it's just getting getting someone someone to pull the trigger and buy this division down here. I mean, and that's, again, where we – that's where our responsibility lies as players is to make – What's on the field, so good that someone's going to want to buy it. Because, unfortunately, it feels like, um, it feels like, unfortunately, that what's around it isn't going to be up to par this season. Who knows? Like, again, a miracle can be pulled, and maybe they can make it look good. Um, I don't know. The bleachers are going to be the bleachers. Like I said, the field isn't a bad-looking field. It's not a bad field to play on. There's no potholes, thank God. 
it's where we practice, so we know it's a good field as far as, you know, um, surface-wise. Um, hey, don't, don't be telling me where we practice, man. I mean, we're the cats out of the bag, bro. <laughs> like, we, we don't need any Spygate happening. You know some of these guys will. <laughs> I mean, it, it just is what it is, man. We, we're, we're out there, and it's just like, um, at this point, it's a good field. It's just everything else around it. And I think, like I said, that's, it's just up to us to do our part and provide something, provide the best level of football that we can provide in order to then, like you said, have a Devin Hester who lives, like you said, lives out in Winter Garden, um, to look at and be like, yo, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And dive in there. Be like, yo, this is exciting. I think you would love the idea of the three-on-one. Like, I feel like I'm probably going to end up DMing him when we get off and just send him a whole bunch Man, of clips he, of the 3-1. He, he may lace him up and get out there. <laughs> just send him a bunch of Shanti Worthy highlights, you know, and show him. Like, I think that would be something that he would definitely um, be in for, you know, should be Hall of Fame um, kick returner. So should have been first ballot Hall of Famer, if you ask me. That's not me, you know, kissing ass. I just, it's Devin Hester. Um but I think that um, that's a possibility for sure. And that's just something that's, that's big. Um, I know they even, I think Nick mentioned it. Um, Kodak Black being another person. Uh, you know, he's doing, you know, he's dealing with his legal issues now. So I don't think, you know, he's going to then be investing in anything right now. But if that clears up, who knows? If he has that opportunity, he just, ah, he probably spends that on a chain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, like, like we we we've, we've talked about it. It's only gonna take one, man. Yeah. And then we'll be good. We just got we gotta put a good product out there, get the right production crew out there to produce us, and we'll be all right. For sure, I'm definitely excited. Um, but I think that's about it. Um, everything we had to discuss as far as the um, the podcast that we're on, the state of Florida right now, going into the season. Um, our season did get pushed back. We will be starting April second. Is going to be throw off instead of March 26th, I believe it was. Um, our venue did change to Northeast Regional Park in Davenport. That is where our home games will be played. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about the St. Pete Field, so don't quote me. Please just go to a7fl.com slash schedule and go and check that out. Um, but, yeah, definitely, um, that's what's changing. We went over everything with that. Um how are you feeling for this season, you personally? Not the ghosts. How is Joey Bate feeling this season going into year three? Ooh, that's uh, it's definitely a loaded question. How's Joey um, Bate year two at quarterback, year three overall feeling personally? Not about what's going on around you. You personally, how you are you feeling going into the season? Honestly, uh, I feel like there's a big-ass weight lifted off my shoulders. I'm just... It, this is going to be the season that I just say, fuck it, you know what, it's year two, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to have some fun, and I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I can do, and we're just, we're just going to have a good season, I'm going to play hard, um, and just get the job done, that's what I'm looking to do this year, I think it's going to be a fun season, I'm, I know I'm going to have fun, look forward to, uh, throwing you some, uh, some balls, hopefully you'll catch them, give you some good stats, and, uh, or some tutties. Oh, come on, Joey. First pass you ever threw me, quarterback to wide receiver. <laughs> that was a that, touchdown. That is, 
it, uh, you know, you were the one that brought me to quarterback. You said, hey, let's do this. And my first ever touchdown pass in the A7FL was to you. Thank you. So a little bit of a full circle moment. A little full circle. You know what's funny? What it what started it was a play against, I want to say, maybe the A-team, um, which was supposed to be a toss left, but the guy blew it up. It was a two-point conversion. And, like, you just reverse field, and I cut my route short. Or I think I was blocking. And then, I don't know, I just sat in the zone and you found me. You just do like a beam. You remember uh, that play? It was in the right, the right side of the end zone. I do remember that. Uh, yeah. Kyle pitched it to me, reverse fields, and then cut back right. And I just found you in the uh, that little pocket. Yes. So, your first two. Your first two passes into the end zone <laughs> were definitely to me. And I caught them both. So, just know um, we have more of that to definitely look forward to. Um this season and seasons beyond because um, like I tell everyone who asked me, I'm not hanging it up anytime soon. So I'm just going to be playing until the wheels fall off. Um, going at a hundred miles an hour. Cause that's the only, that's the only speed I know for sure. Um, but um, do you have anything for the people, Joey, before we wrap this up? We lost you there. Same, I got you. same old, same old track cut out right there. Um, Appreciate you guys' support. Uh, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, anything that you guys can to help this podcast grow. Um, continue to give the players a voice here in Florida and in any other state that wants to come on and chop it up with us. Uh, like I said, we appreciate your support. Keep following, keep listening, and we'll keep producing. Yeah. I mean, we know we have um, a bit of a wait list here. Guys, I want to get on and talk. Um, we're going to get guys on. I just really want to get on here with you, Joey, after the – the week that we had and just, you know, chop it up the two of us before we get the guests back on. But definitely DM the Parlay podcast um, on Instagram and, you know, set up right there as far as where you want to be. If you want to be on the show, for sure. Um, again, like Joey said, like, listen, subscribe, leave a five-star review. Like my man Bowani Jones says, if you leave four stars, we are inclined to believe you are a hater. So don't be a hater. Leave a five-star review. Um, listen to the parlay we're here on spotify and apple music as well we always appreciate you guys for listening we appreciate everyone who presses play on this podcast and listens to us every single uh, week that we put out a product for you we love doing it um joey as always i like to tell you i love the growth in you as a podcaster love the growth of the show um so again everybody thank you thank you thank you for listening to the parlay we are your hosts woody joey and we out Corey, where's my shirt at?